finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Oh, man, Toronto. I, had, I did have a good weekend, but I have to tell you, my uh, Super Bowl prediction, Bucks patriots took a, took big, a big hit. hit. Yep. I'm not sure I'm uh, feeling so good about the uh, Bucks patriots uh, meeting in the Super Bowl. If you missed it, the Patriots got spanked on Saturday night in a hideously ugly game. Uh, what did uh, Carson Wentz throw? Complete like five passes. It was like 58 yards or something. They, they, we always say, we always say, Belichick, it, it takes away that one thing. The thing you do best, he takes it away. Well, he didn't take away uh, Jonathan Taylor or the, or the Colts running game, and they just got, they ran all over the Patriots. And Mac Jones didn't have his best game, and it was ugly. And then, uh, but but it could have been worse, and it was for Tom Brady last night. If you missed it, Brady got shot out for the first time in 15 years, yeah. and he lost everybody, everybody. That I have, I I I I have a better feeling about the Patriots getting to the Super Bowl than the Bucks at this point because Brady lost Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, yeah. and Leonard Fournette. All those are his three top targets, like three best players besides uh, besides Brady, and they're all hurt, and we're waiting, you know, for further evaluation, but it didn't look good. He just got, they just got devastated. That's the NFL, though. The NFL is so brutal, so violent. Attrition, you sit there yep. and you watch. I don't know if you saw Teddy Bridgewater go down, uh, and he went down like he, uh, you know, broke his neck. I, I don't, I haven't seen the, the update, but he was um, uh, shaking, like that tight end the, the last week uh, in the end zone, who same thing got all shaky, and 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 you and they take him out, they cut the face mask off the helmet. That's a never a good <laughs> sign when they leave the helmet on, and take the face mask off, and then put you on that board and strap you in. It was brutal. The NFL is brutal. You can say you know one team's uh, looking good, you know schedules working out, they're on their way to the Super Bowl or the playoffs, and the next thing you know, half the team gets hurt and they're you know torn ACLs or torn Achilles and they're just gone. And that's the situation with Tom Brady's bucks. Um, those are real injuries. We have uh, real injuries in the NFL. And then we have fake uh, illnesses all over the country. I have to say this again. I'll say it every day. I think it's appropriate, but uh, we'll do a little, uh, it's a wonderful life thing. The, the, the Clarence comes down. And he grants you whatever. I don't. I don't want to. You know, never been born, but go back a year and a month and tell me if Donald Trump had pulled it out, if he'd won, if Joe Biden had had, had lost. What would the media be saying right now? What would the media and the Democrats be saying about the uh, Omicron and about the spike in cases and about the lines down the street of people waiting to get tested? About about leagues canceling games and about schools going remote and and mayors uh, I- issuing vaccine mandates and just panic, panic across the uh, uh, coast to coast. Uh, well, not everywhere, not Florida, uh, not not red states, but the panic in these blue states, the panic in the media right now. And it would all be Trump's fault. It would all be about the, the mean old orange man didn't do enough to stop the virus. Joe Biden promised one thing above all of others during the election, uh, during the campaign, in, you know, during the uh, <laughs> debates, uh, after he got elected, inauguration, everything else. You, you recall what Joe Biden did the night before the inauguration? No, the night after the, no, maybe it was the night of the inauguration. They lit um, candles all the length of the, uh, the National Mall uh, for 400,000 deaths. He marked that solemn occasion and moment of silence and lit up, you know, the whole, the, the, the mall in honor of the 400 deaths. Yeah, it was a vigil, yeah. 
So when we passed 700 on his watch or 800, as we did, I believe last week, 800,000, did we light up the mall? Did we have a moment of silence? Did he go on and TV and, and, and talk about all the Americans lost to this virus because he because of his incompetent leadership? Not a word, not a word. So 400,000 was worthy of this unprecedented show of remembrance, but 800,000 wasn't worthy of even an announcement, even a, you know, uh, an apology from this uh, absolutely inept regime. Instead, what we got, I think it was right about the same time as we passed the 800,000 mark, Carano. What did we get from the White House? We got uh, a simple message to you and others who have not been vaxxed. You can just F off and die. <laughs> this this um, statement, which, by the way, wasn't just some dumb thing that, that Biden said off the cuff. He says a lot of dumb things that come out of nowhere, and he stumbles and bumbles and as as we've uh, certainly chronicled here, this was a statement they prepared and they issued, and it's remarkable when you when you look at it, uh, and and you know this Christmas they have they have a message if you're unvaccinated you can just die you know you just go ahead and die. This is from the White House. Uh, Biden said it, and then his what do you call this guy? Uh, uh, Jeff Zietz, uh, his yeah, his uh, COVID response team. Yeah, this guy, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Zientz, Z-I-E-N-T-Z. Z-I-E-N-T-Z. I, I don't know how Zientz. to pronounce it, but Zientz. Zientz. Uh, uh, we could play him yeah. or I can read it either way, but uh, I'll just read it quickly. Sure, Here's yeah. from the whitehouse.gov. We are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. For yourselves, your families, and the hospitals, you may soon overwhelm. Now, this is just, not only is that kind of callous, that's just wrong. I mean, they're, 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 and, and we'll go over the numbers. The, the states that have the highest vaccination rates, the cities that are you know, almost completely vaxxed, are um, getting crushed with Omicron more uh, more than you know, you know Florida or more than other states that don't have as high a vaccination rate it is not hate to break it to the uh, Biden regime and the media again I, I repeat myself but the Biden regime and the media want it to be about you Carano and the unvaxxed and it's just not working <laughs> you know it's just it just doesn't uh add up I mean you uh, Look around. Look around. We I, I, we were just talking about this uh, before we started recording. The uh, states with the highest, let me get the numbers, the states with the highest rates, 10 of the 11 states with the highest rates of COVID today, today, voted for Joe Biden. Uh, that's why you're not hearing about how the president uh, is uh, incompetent, because it's Joe Biden. It's their guy. So it's not about the president. If this were Donald J. Trump, it would be all about the president. It'd be all about the White House. This, but uh, here's here's your list. Yeah, you guys are doing okay in New Hampshire, Carano. You're number two. You're number two. Rhode Island, New Hampshire, New York, Ohio, Massachusetts. Those are your top five. Uh, then it goes Wisconsin, Delaware, New Jersey, Illinois, Michigan, Vermont, Indiana, Connecticut, Maine. Uh, those are your top, the, the, those are the states with the highest rate of COVID today. And they're all, uh, well, almost all, I guess, uh, 10 of 11 uh, voted for Joe Biden. Well, not, is- not only that, like one, uh, I know New Hampshire, at least, is one of the top vaccinated states in the country. It's, oh, it's over 70%. Um, so it's, you know, it's just, it's a winter thing. We saw this last winter, too. It How about is. New York? New York, not only uh, is it like 70% vaccinated. I mean, all the white people are vaccinated in New York. Um, but they shut down schools. They have a vax mandate. They have a mask mandate. We're going to get to what you can get arrested for in New Ugh. York. You don't get arrested for smashing grabs or shoplifting or resisting arrest, but you do get arrested for uh, going into Panera and ordering lunch. Yeah. That's what you can get arrested for in New York. But New York, it's out of control. It's like the highest rate. I can get you your New York, uh, New York City, 
uh, rate right now is off the charts. And these are not uh, unvaxxed. I mean, certainly some of them are, but at what point do they throw up their arms and say, you know, we were wrong? Isn't it amazing that, uh, and I say this every day, but you still, Fauci is still on TV every day. He said yesterday, it was hilarious because he went on with, uh, he doesn't even, he does so many interviews with his sycophants that he can't keep them straight. He went on with Jake Tapper and he called him Chuck because he was talking to Chuck Todd or whatever 10 minutes earlier. And Jake points it out, says, uh, I know you're busy and you do a lot of interviews, but I'm Jake. And Fauci got pissed. Fauci gave him a scowl, like, how dare you? We're supposed to be friends. But uh, the guy who's been wrong about everything for two years is still employed, still the highest paid person in the federal government, and still on TV every day talking about uh, making declarations that, uh, that are laughable. They're, um, people should be laughing at Fauci like they laughed at uh, you know, Michael Avenatti or someone who was discredited. He's been discredited over and over again, and yet these networks, CNN, you know, MSNBC, they still put him on. And they still ask him questions, and he still makes these declarations. Like, uh, you know, what was the other day we were laughing about? He changed the word from mandate to requirement. That's right. That'll, that'll yeah. make a huge difference with everybody. <laughs> That's what Thanks. you get from the top public health official. So on New York, on New York, it's uh, eighteen thousand new cases as of yesterday. So the but the and wow. the rolling average is definitely increasing. Um, you know where it, the. It was right around a thousand the rolling Allen for a few uh, ro- uh, rolling average seven day rolling average for uh, for like months and now it's it's up to seventy six hundred but the rolling average of deaths is not has not changed very much it's somewhere between ten and fifteen deaths per day even though there's a huge spike in right. cases but right. I mean uh, there's uh, uh, I'll get the graph there's another graph out there today the cases are off the charts uh, it's up whatever eight hundred percent. And deaths are down. <laughs> yeah, right. That, which is why, if if um, and if you want to be honest, how about this? How about if Fauci or you know Walensky or one of these other frauds went on and said, cases aren't really that important because lots of young people, perfectly healthy young people, some are asymptomatic, some have very mild symptoms. It's not a big deal. Instead. They have to sell this panic, this panic porn, like, uh-oh, Omicron is coming. We're all going to die. Well, actually, no, we're not all going to die from this Omicron. It's much, I believe it's like 70 times more transmissible than the original virus and uh, and, and more than Delta as well. But it doesn't kill you. <laughs> it doesn't kill you, it, especially if you're young and healthy and that pisses them off they want more death so far, so far I, ha- I know they do so far they, they need so, more death. so far i haven't seen uh i've only seen oh, that one confirmed case uh of, of someone dying from omicron maybe there's been more but i i haven't seen it certainly not widely reported yeah, they're, that there they're are a lot hoping of fauci is hoping he need they need that it's when people start realizing just how how ridiculous the the panic is and they start thinking uh wait a second you know all these people are getting it and uh, let me let me get the uh, here, yeah oh uh, actually it's uh, you're right the, the the his title is White House COVID Response Coordinator okay and he said quote you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death I mean tell me they're not rooting for that. tell me he's not rooting for that that's this, his life he wants the... this to be more severe he wants to be more important and he's just not I mean that's he's he, he said it and he's on a conference call I'm looking at it with Fauci and Walensky. So this is a message from all of them. It's on, look, it's on whitehouse.gov. It's on whitehouse.gov. This is one of the most irresponsible. Th- this is what they want. They want family members shooting other family members over this. That's what they want. <laughs> yes, they want. Uh, yeah, going at it at Christmas or people like you being kept, you know, told, being disinvited. No, you can't come to my house. That's what they, they want you and other unvaxxed people to be totally stigmatized. You are responsible for this. The only problem is the facts, the data don't back it up. And that that's why they get frustrated. That's why they lie. That's why Fauci goes on TV on a daily basis and lies to America because his whole worth, you know, his whole self-worth is wrapped up in this. And if he's wrong and he is, uh, maybe he's afraid, maybe they'll stop putting him on TV, which is what he lives for, and they'll stop listening to him and taking him seriously. I don't know when that happens. I think 
for large, to a large extent, it's already happened. Yeah. People are not listening. They're, they're, they're not taking Omicron seriously enough for these clowns. And they're getting more frustrated and they're getting more. <laughs> I mean, they're just talking about you know, serious illness and death. And it's, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse because they've changed the goalposts. It's, it's really not about the death rate. It's not pr- about protecting the vulnerable. It's about scaring the, the overall, the masses, scaring the masses and blaming this select group of people, these heathens, these apostates who won't submit, you and others who just won't submit, and they're very frustrated. They Remember when they said, if we got to 70%, that, that would be herd immunity, that would be good? Yeah. Well, it, it, for the most part, we got to 70%, but it wasn't good enough. They need someone to blame. They need that that minority. And what better minority than these Trump voters who... Uh, who don't get vaccinated, which is not, again, again, over and over, we'll explain this. That's not who's unvaccinated. It's not the, the Trump voters. I mean, many of them are, but it's um, a lot of them are minorities, you know, who don't trust the government. A lot of them are just young, healthy people who look at this and say, why? Why do I need that injection? Why do I need to submit, especially if I've already had COVID, you know? I mean, that's all you need to know about a dishonest Fauci and Walensky and this guy, this other guy and, and Biden, how, they never mention natural immunity. They never bring it up. And somebody made a great point. Pfizer can't make money off of natural immunity. That's Hunter right. Biden can't make money off natural immunity. There's no money in it. So they will never tell you that natural immunity uh, is, a, is a great thing. And by the way, it's probably better than the vaccine. But we got lots of panic porn to get to, lots of uh, COVID panic porn. A few, uh, a few uh, big names tested positive. Uh, the NFL moved games around, the NBA. I mean, it's incredible what we're doing uh, because of a variant that's not killing anybody. Well, not killing virtually nobody, but they want you living in fear so they're going to continue lying. We have we have some of that sound. We have a, a big speech coming from the mayor of Boston today where she's going to shut down the city the way they did in New York. Um, we have the big uh, Joe Manchin no vote. I'm going to tell you how ridiculous it is that people, again, the media, the Democrats, all one and the same, how they are, are uh, surprised, how they could ever be surprised that Joe Manchin did this. He would have been it would have been insane for Manchin to buy into the build back boondoggle. We have a, uh, a statement that we didn't really spend a lot of t- spend any time on last week. We probably should have from the Pentagon about the killing of the 10 civilians, yeah. seven children yeah. that Biden ordered and Biden lied about. And Trump would have been impeached seven times over for, for this act, but it was no big deal to Biden. But we have an admission from the Pentagon that blew my mind. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, a Globy, a Boston Globy, is making up stories again. Big surprise. Where have we seen that before? <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise there. We'll get to that. That was kind of funny uh, on Twitter over the weekend. We'll get to that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Assured by NCUA membership required. All right, explain this to me, Karano. I'll do this, my best. This video, this photographs, this this uh, from various places, various cities, including Boston and New York, of testing sites covid testing sites with lines nine miles long people are waiting hours two three four hours in line in the cold to get tested can you just help me out why why are they doing that i mean i understand some people need a negative test to go to fly maybe to to to, to travel to fly to whatever or maybe you need a negative test to go to a you know a concert or game why do all that many people, and, and most of them aren't sick, they have no symptoms, why are they all waiting for forever to get tested? And, and why do we keep talking about testing 
healthy people, testing people who are showing no signs of the virus. Why? Are, I mean, that nut job doctor on CNN, that Dr. Wren, yep. she's the worst. They're all, all TV doctors are a little creepy. I got to be honest. They're all a little creepy. Sanjay Gupta. And this woman is the worst. She smiles and she just, every day she tries to take it up a notch. She is the most authoritarian of them all. She wants to shut everyone down and put the unvaxxed in prison and put them on, you know, cannibal islands and, and throw ketchup on them. That's what she wants to do to you. But uh, they all, she says we should test every single American. 330 million Americans should get tested now. And I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I've been trying to read up. I don't get it. What's the well, now? And actually, now that, to get tested? now that makes me afraid. Like then, so like, what could they do with all that public, that all that public information or, or maybe I, I, now I'm afraid when they want to force that, when they want to force <laughs> yeah. healthy people to get tested. Now I'm afraid of what the unintended consequences of that are or what they're if there's a different motive. I hate to get all conspiratorial about it, but what is the motive if they just want everyone tested, even healthy people? I don't get it. I mean, I, is there money in it? I mean, maybe is, uh, that uh, and I've talked about the, the show on Hulu dope sick. It's about. It, it, it's it's about Oxycontin and the Sackler family and, and Michael Keaton's in it. He's a doctor who gets hooked and it's a really good uh, series. I think it's eight episodes. It's excellent. But they, they show just how corrupt the process is. And it's not because the FDA is like on the take and getting paid uh, by Sackler. They're hoping to. Because when they retire with their full pension, their goal is to go work for some pharmaceutical company. And make they show a former FDA official who's making four hundred grand to help the Sackler family uh, deal with the FDA. So right. they're hoping to go over to the other side and cash in, go to the private sector. Now, obviously, Fauci isn't going to do that because he's such a friggin' egomaniac that he wouldn't be on TV as much if he went to work for a pharmaceutical company. Plus, he makes. You know, 450 grand. He's been making that for decades. He's fabulously wealthy. He's famous. He doesn't do any work. All he does is interviews. He doesn't do any, you know, doctoring. But there is the sense that people in government, when they, they get their big fat pension, they're going to go to the private sector. So they are going to work for a pharmaceutical at some point. They're not there yet. That's why they give such leeway to pharmaceutical companies. Plus, you know, the, People like, you know, Walensky, she's worth a fortune. They probably have uh, all kinds of pharmaceutical stock in their portfolio or their husbands do and uh, wives or whatever their spouses do. So there is certain level of corruption, which is why, you know, they, they celebrate when the third dose, you need a fourth dose, you need a booster, another booster, they, because they know it means massive windfalls for the pharmaceuticals. I believe it is... Uh, Pfizer has nine, eight or nine new billionaires, billionaires like on their board or in their, you know, uh, in their management, uh, people who've since COVID started, they've become billionaires. They work at, <laughs> they work for one pharmaceutical. They're all getting rich off this, but you know, someone had to make the vaccine and they did. And, and when we thought it worked, it seemed like a wonderful thing. It seemed like a gift from heaven. Uh, it doesn't work so so well anymore. I mean, it it works, as far as I could tell, to lessen the symptoms. It protects you against severity and death, uh, which is why old people, fat people, vulnerable people should absolutely run out and get it and 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 celebrate it and and thank Pfizer and thank Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. Maybe not so much. No, but, it sounds like not not anymore. <laughs> But, but here, here's the, the crazy, here's why I think people are laughing at the Fauci's and Walensky's and Biden's at this point. They're still telling you it's a panic, a uh, pandemic of the unvaxxed. At the same time, you're seeing Elizabeth Warren test positive. She has COVID. Uh, Cory Booker has COVID. These are double, triple vaxxed people who wore masks, you know, in the shower. These are, these are people who did everything they were told to do and then some. I mean, is there anybody you think followed the, the guidelines more than Liz Warren? And Probably she, not. She, she tweeted out or, you know, her, what, you know, she's one of these people that uh, tweeted out the picture while she was getting injected with her mask on and said, everyone should get back, get boosted, get it. 
and now she has COVID. So she did everything she was supposed to do. She wore her mask, got and social distance and everything else. She has COVID. So you can't at once say, this is all about the unvaxxed, but look at all these vax people testing positive. Well, we're seeing it all over and, the sports world too. We're seeing it in the NFL or the NHL or the NBA. It's amazing. What is the, uh, the percentages? <clears throat> the NFL, uh, NBA, and uh, NHL are all over 95%. 97, 98%. Their teams 100% vaxxed who are being devastated with COVID. And it makes you wonder, and, and people are starting to say this. Steve Eiserman from the uh, uh, Detroit Red Wings said, why are we testing people who have no symptoms? Why are we doing this? Why not let them play? Can you answer that? Why not, if you have no symptoms and you're not sick, but you test positive, and you have to go into you know the protocols. You can't play. Why? 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 I, I don't. I don't know either. Uh, so I've just looked it up. It looks like somewhere between ninety eight and ninety nine percent of the, of NHL players are are uh, are vaccinated. So I mean <laughs> ninety eight, and they're being devastated. They're postponing games. They're yes. canceling trips. The uh, Bruins canceled their trip to to Montreal. It's, it's yeah. There's no cross border playing right now. Uh, cross Canada playing right uh, to Canada. Yeah, people don't want to go. They don't want to go to you know Canada and get stuck there. Yeah. But, so you're uh, so you see this and you say, okay, they're all vaccinated. They're all you know masked up, following all the rules, and yet they're testing positive. They're getting the virus. So maybe the vaccine's I, not protecting as much as we thought. <laughs> it's like when I tweet about this, and in. Um, I did it. I think it was Saturday because this this guy was uh, virtue signaling on Twitter about. I saw that the um, kid uh, about getting his six year old the 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 uh, shot, and I'm gonna find it too because it, this stuff drives me nuts. It's it's one thing to abuse your child, you know, forcing a six year old to get a vaccine, get a shot they don't need, they don't want. That is one thing. It's another thing altogether to brag about it. Totally. That's what I, I, it just, I see things like this and I just get pissed and I'm like, what, what kind of father are you? You're, you're, you're making your kid get an injection to make you feel better. It doesn't do anything for him. It doesn't help him. It, it, it hurts him, uh, you know, and yet you do it. So you feel better. That's so it's, I mean, it's just, to me, it's the definition of, of, of selfish and, and, and the ultimate virtue signal. His name is Paul Reichoff. Paul Reichoff is uh, I don't know, founder of some organization, whatever. Amherst College dad. Uh, uh, I don't know what else he is, but uh, host Indie America. He's got all kinds of things in his bio. I don't know what the hell he does, but he's got 74,000 followers. And here's what he tweets. Carano. He tweets, my six-year-old got his second shot today. He was scared and he cried before, during, and after, but he was very brave and he stepped up. He did it for you, for himself, and for the world. If you're an adult and refuse to do what my little boy did today, you're a selfish coward. That would be you, Karana. You're a selfish coward. I've heard that. And I tweeted back at him. I said, you're a terrible father. And immediately, you know, I get, uh, the, you know, a lot of reaction to this. And people are like, you know, why? What makes him a terrible father? And I said, well, two things. Two things. Simple. Very simple. Two things. One, he forced his child to, to get an injection the kid didn't need or want. And two, he bragged about it. Right. And immediately, this still amazes me at this day. This is the, you know, December 20th, 2021. We are almost two years into this. We're almost, what, uh, I'm going to say eight, nine, ten months into the vaccines that don't stop the spread, right? Yeah. They do certain things, and they're, again, they're great for old, you know, fat people. They're great. But they don't. <laughs> vaccinated people get COVID and they spread COVID. We all know that now, right? Yes. There's no mystery. No. Immediately, people start saying, you know, why shouldn't this guy take a six-year-old for this vaccine? You get the polio vaccine, don't you? The smallpox. Uh, again, you could still get COVID. You could still spread COVID. If you're six years old, you don't even know you have it and it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't put you in the hospital. It doesn't kill you. It doesn't affect you. So why would a parent force his child to do that? I understand practical reasons because in this country, we, we, you know, the rules are being made by tyrants who say this child, if you're in New York City, 
can't go to Chuck E. Cheese. This child can't go to McDonald's. So the parent might feel that he has to get or can't go to school. Right. So he might say, you know, he might say, I'll get my kid uh, uh, the vaccine, even though he doesn't need it. I have to do it because we have tyrants like Bill de Blasio or, or Michelle Wu who are forcing me to do it. But if you don't have to do it, why would you do it? Your kid is in no danger. Right. COVID. Yeah. The only, the only reason why I would ever do it is if my kid had some other disease issue, something like leukemia right. or some something that was life threatening. Then yeah, I would I would try to make the best decision. I'm gonna make the best decision for my kid. But other than that, if it's a typical healthy child, then no danger whatsoever. And and I I don't know why that's complicated. It's I don't not, know. I mean, I immediately I get all these people. What? How can you say that the guy's doing what, trying to keep his kid healthy? His kid is not. There are no six year olds. It's probably better. Eight. It's probably better if the kid has it too, because then they'll they'll have the antibodies too, and and probably help us help us reach herd immunity. Won't won't spread right, it right, anymore. Right, I mean, right. Well, we don't want to talk about that anymore. We don't uh, want to talk about natural immunity or herd immunity no. anymore. We just want to talk about boosters, boosters and masks. And this has, I mean, it was ugly the first go round. The mask fanatics and the vaccine fanatics. It's gotten much worse, and the main reason is is the Biden regime and the media have just hammered the, the point home that it's about you filthy, unvaxxed people who are selfish cowards. That's what this guy, uh, this guy from Amherst College says about people, even people who have natural immunity, who've had COVID and don't want the injection. They're selfish cowards. It's just bizarre. How, how in what way, and uh, I don't know if you follow this, uh, Cernovich on uh, Twitter. He's yeah. a pretty good right-wing Twitter, Twitter guy. Cernovich makes the case that unvaxxed people say what you want about them, but they're taking a chance, you know, older or whatever people, that they could get COVID, and it will be worse. It probably won't kill them. Odds are against that, but it will be worse. The symptoms will be worse. You might end up in the hospital, and they're taking that chance because they don't believe in the vaccine or don't believe in, in you know, whatever, the injections, whatever. Uh, maybe they have religious objection. They're not cowards. I mean, they're they're doing what they think is right, and they're risking something. So they're they're you know they might be wrong. They might be stubborn and pig-headed, but they're not cowards. Uh, how how is it you are a selfish coward if you don't get the injection that this lunatic forced his six-year-old son to get? No, they're they're not. You're exactly right. There is it's it's someone who is. Decide like, yeah, I would say that they're probably acting more brave than anybody who just blindly goes and get a vaccine. The uh, the Saturday Night Live uh, didn't cancel, although who who would care if they? But they went to this bizarre kind of skeleton crew. I I just saw bits and pieces. Tom Hanks showed up. Half the crew went home. They did the headline segment with Tina Fey and Michael Che, the the Colin Jost guy. He he didn't show up, and the audience was three people. It was Paul Rudd. Tom Hanks and somebody else. It was bizarre. No laughter. It was terrible, of course. And the funniest part is that night, Pete Davidson wasn't there as part of the show because, I don't know, COVID. He went to the movies with Kim Kardashian. (laughs) He was seen going to a movie with Kim Kardashian, but he didn't show up at work to do the show. But uh, that's no big deal. Um, One of my favorite COVID stories is like everybody in the NBA has it now. They're all in protocol. The 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 healthiest guy in the New Jersey uh, Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I know the the, the uh, face of the unvaxxed is coming back to play with the Nets, but only road games because he can't play in New York. But he he's fine. Everybody else has COVID, uh, and he'll get it, or maybe he's already had it, but he'll be fine too. It just it, you can't even they're not even going to allow debate. They're not going to allow you to make your case. Like you've, if you wanted to travel you wanted to eat somewhere or work somewhere and you didn't want the vax because of whatever reason, because you already had it, uh, because you have the immunity, there'll be no, there'll be no discussion. There'll be no debate. Um, and this is to me, it seems, it feels un-American. You want to see something that looks and feels un-American. Uh, we can play it, but it's kind of um, chaotic in New York. And I didn't know they did this to the unvaxed. But in New York yesterday, might have been Saturday, they arrested a guy for going to Panera 
and ordering lunch. How this works? I thought you just were denied service. You're actually arrested. I guess so. I mean, I've I mean, seen, I know I've, the guy. I know the guy was making a big deal. I know he's a, a, an activist. He's trying to. He wanted to make news, and he did. But he is handcuffed and arrested at Panera because he didn't have a Vax card. That is in, incredible. And we're getting ready for the Boston mayor, Michelle Wu, who's done nothing yet, just got elected, but she's a big, you know, Harvard-trained fanatic, you know, who hasn't seen a lockdown measure she doesn't like. She has a big announcement, and it's coming to Boston. They're going to demand vax mandates, mask mandates. They're going to uh, threaten shutdowns, closing schools. And to me, it just seems so insane. It did the first time. But you know why this one's more insane now, Carano? Because it didn't work last time. We are doubling down on measures that failed. Lockdowns failed. Look at Florida right now. I mean, I know it's the warm weather and people are outside and here they're not. That's a big factor. But Florida is like 48 out of 50 states right now in um, rate of uh, transmission. Um, all We've already go the, the top ones, you know, Massachusetts, New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut. Michigan, they're the ones that locked everyone down. They're the ones that closed schools. They're well, the ones not that... New Hampshire. New Hampshire did not lock them. Let's not group us together. I blame the people that moved there from Massachusetts. You're, they're ruining your state. They're oh. ruining your state. But, but, but what more evidence do you need that the state, the states, the, the red states that didn't lock down, that didn't close schools, that didn't for, certainly force uh, mask mandates or vaccine mandates, they're doing better than well, the, the ones that but did. The, the, the oh. proof is just it's, they're probably everybody would do just as well depending on the weather. So the lockdowns didn't work. I mean, some are locking down, some are, are not locking down, but this seems cyclical based on the weather. So why so lock why, down then? Why do you think – why does anyone accept it, first of all, when you know the last time we did this, it didn't work? Why – people say, oh, this time, this time those lockdowns will work. This time the mask mandates They'll make a difference. Um, you just looked up New York, right? New York, yeah, yeah. right? 18,000, I think, cases yesterday. That's, that, uh, and by the way, nobody, I should say, nobody, very few people are dying. It's a city of 8 million. You can look it up. Yeah, it was like 16 people, which, which sucks. That's tragic. But if, like I said, the rolling seven-day average isn't much different even uh, of deaths, even though cases have spiked. So that, that means that people are not dying the same way they were dying a year ago or a year and a half ago. They're not dying from, from this disease. No, and they're doing the same thing they did before that didn't work. At right. what point do people say, how about we try something different? How about we don't lock down? We don't have mask mandates. We, we, we count the people with natural immunity. I mean, at, at what point do we look at people like Fauci and, you know, for that matter, uh, Walensky and, and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Liz Warren and say, you people have been wrong. We're not going to listen anymore. And, and I don't know when we reach that point, but it feels like we're close. Well, it feels like we're close, but um, we're, st we're still going to, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lie. We're going to continue to lie. I'll give you a good one from uh, a Boston Globey there. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of their thing. Yeah. The Boston Globe making stuff up, lying to you. But this, this time it wasn't, they got to try harder, man. They're, they're not really, trying that hard on their lies and we'll get to that uh, incredible story from the uh, pentagon out of the pentagon totally mind-blowing but first let me tell you about my pillow yeah. our favorite we love my pillow today's show is sponsored by my pillow go to mypillow.com and use the code word jerry g-e-r-r-y for huge discounts for example the standard my pillow which is normally 69.98 is only 19.98 with the code word jerry i would call that a huge discount. My pillow is made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty. Uh, it's machine washable. It's dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. It makes a great gift. Get it now to support this show and strike back against cancel culture like us. Mike Liddell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from my pillow. Not only you're helping us, but you're joining the fight against cancel culture. My pillow's not in the big box stores, of course. We know all about that, but you can get factory direct pricing. If you order from mypillow.com using the code word Jerry, I got the pillow. I got the sheets, the Giza sheets, which I love. 
and Bug the Chug at the dog bed. Uh, but uh, it's just a great company, great people. Mike Lindell, what did Mike Lindell do? Oh, uh, he's people uh, in um, in Mayfield, uh, Kentucky, after the tornado. He's giving uh, ten thousand pillows out uh, on Christmas Eve to the to the folks down there. Ten thousand pillows, and that's something I'm sure everyone could need. They, they need they need a lot of things. But uh, he just does. When's he doing that? Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. God bless him. God bless Mike Lindell. God bless my pillow. Go to mypillow.com and use the code word jerry all right there's a brand new sports podcast it's called the long game with lz and leach it explores how events on the field collide with the moments in politics business and culture that happen off the field host lz granderson and will leach dig into vaccination hesitation online betting and all the wonderful isms and phobias we've come to know and love and hate you can listen to new episodes of the long game with lz and leach every wednesday on the recount Dot com or your preferred podcast platform. Like this was kind of funny, you know. There's there's just such COVID insanity out there right now. I mean, it's um honestly like we you just have to filter through. You have to sift through it, you know, and and try to find what's true and what's not true. You can be sure if the data does not help the Biden regime, you're not going to see it. You got to look hard for it. You're not going to see it and in any of the mainstream media outlets, but uh, I'm going to find this uh, Boston Globe hockey writer, Kevin Dupont. He's been there forever. I didn't, uh, I don't remember ever even like talking about him back when he, but he blocked me on Twitter. So I didn't uh, see this right away, but it started making the rounds. People screenshotted it and, uh, and passed it around. Um, let me find the, the screenshot from, um, Kevin Dupont yesterday, and uh, everybody was calling him out. Uh, it's the funniest part. The funniest part is his tweet begins with a pal. <laughs> but hey, you tell this is a, a tweet from actual Globe writer, and tell me uh, if you think it's true. You tell me, Carano. Ready? Yes. Quote, yes, yes. Kevin Dupont tweets. Pal tells me family member, a doctor with high-profile downtown hospital, seeing entire families, parentheses, parents and children, all admitted for COVID care, all unvaxxed, all in Boston, no way out. Now, he tweeted that, uh, but, uh, uh, let's see, that was Saturday night, tweeted that. All right. Uh, I mean, first of all, is there ever been a, someone, a, a story from the Boston Globe that begins with, Pal tells me? <laughs> That was true. I mean, as this is right out of the Kevin Cullen book. Uh, pal tells me no names, no names of the hospitals, you know, no, nothing to verify completely 100% made up. And immediately, you know, I tweeted it right out of the barnacle Cullen school of fabulism. No names, no play. That's what it sounds like. And, uh, as one tweeter, uh, someone looked this up, said the entire state of Massachusetts, there were 38 children hospitalized with COVID the entire state. There were no entire families. Kids, kids aren't being hospitalized with their parents for COVID. It's just made up. Now, if COVID is so bad, why do they have to make stuff up like this? You know, why can't you just deal with the facts and the data as it is right now? There's a lot of people getting the Omicron variant. It's spreading fast. And it's, some people have, you know, the sniffles. Some people have a cold. Some people are tired. They're not uh, admitting entire families. Yeah, <laughs> and it'd be one thing if he said an entire, uh, you know, doctor that I know admitted right. an entire family who had uh, all had COVID, unvaxxed True. and had COVID. But families, plural? You think there are multiple families? <laughs> Absolutely not. No Just... way out. And if, and, okay, Kevin, if you think there's no way out, why the hell are you staying in Boston then? If you think that there's like a huge threat to you and your family, well, then you're doing a disservice to your family by sticking around in Boston. If you think there's no way out, then then leave. You got to get the That's hell out of there. You think your family's in, in at risk? What are you doing? Uh, and uh, the this is all all the people hospitalized, all unvaxxed. That's just not true. Oh. I mean, that's not true. This is, as another uh, tweeter points out, a study out of Denmark showed most of the people hospitalized there are vaxxed. We don't, I mean... Uh, they're not obviously unvaxxed people are being hospitalized, but so are vaxxed people. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it's spreading among the vaxxed 
they're not dying, but there are people, obviously people with comorbidities, underlying conditions, old, overweight, obese, who are being hospitalized, whether they're vaxxed or not. The idea that only unvaxxed and they're being admitted, parents with children, children aren't being hospitalized. They're not dying. Why can't we be honest about that? Because everyone has to be vaxxed. It's just, it's insane at this point. Uh, it's getting tedious and I'm glad to see there's at least some pushback because uh, we have a quite a long track record at this point to show that these people are wrong. Uh, we're expecting uh, the vax mandates, mask mandates to come to Boston. I told you this last week. I went to a Bruins game. Yeah. And it was great. You, 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 they barely looked at your thing. You held up your phone and they didn't care. And nobody was yelling at people for taking their masks off. People, whether you're drinking a beer, eating or not, most people just took their masks off once they get in there. That didn't sit well. There's a number, another Globey, a former Globe guy who was tweeting out pictures from the garden saying how awful it is that people let their masks slip down. What kind of man does that? What kind of man looks around and go, first of all, if you don't like it, don't go to a game. Don't go to a concert. Don't leave your house. Nobody's making you go out among the unwashed, among the filthy unvaxxed. If you don't want to take any chances, don't. Why do they feel the need to do this? Take pictures and say, boy, the garden sure isn't re uh, enforcing the mask rules. I mean, <laughs> God, just stay home. Go get lost. Leave people alone. Let people live their lives. Life is Why risk. Is that so hard to do? Life is risk. Every time you get into a car, you're at, you're at risk of getting in a car accident and dying. I mean, risk for dying in a car accident is pretty high for, for, yeah, and for by healthy the way, people. When you're a kid, so, like that six-year-old, that's much riskier. Getting yeah, driving in that car, right. Going to school is riskier than uh, than getting COVID. So life is risk. You need to know, all, try to get as much information as you can and make the best decision you can for you and your family. Right. If you think that you're at risk of dying from COVID, then stay home. Like, then quarantine I mean, yourself. It's, it's incredible. And, and they sit there and they want, the, see, I, I thought it was very, I thought it was great that the guys at the garden didn't bust everyone's balls and start yelling at people. Oh, pull your mask up like the like stewardesses do on planes. Yep. They don't do that, or they didn't do it until a globy called them out and said, "Boy, they sure aren't really enforcing the rules." Well, they, what do you care? What do you care? You're not going to the game. What do you care? Why? Why do these people care? Right. It's you're like sitting in a room. You're, you're already sitting in a room with seventeen thousand people. Like you're you're at risk. You're the risk there, whether they got the mask on or not. Like you've decided to come out. Just, that was you know. another another globe, Gary Washburn, who covers the Celtics, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, NBA. And he was taking pictures a couple of weeks ago saying, oh, this is awful what they're doing. They're not making people obstruct their breathing. It's just insane, insane. But uh, it is going to get worse. We'll see today what happens in Boston uh, and around all the other blue states. But uh, they're doing everything they can to get uh, people to move to Florida, Carano. Yeah, they are. Every, our, our buddy Tom Shattuck's threatening to move to Florida. I saw that. I wonder if he'll do it. He was at a school play, and they were yelling to get people to put their masks over their noses. Uh, all right, quickly, I want to get to this uh, this Pentagon story because we, we uh, I wish we did it last week. But can we do Shea first uh, and then uh, hit that? Yes, let's do Shea, and then we'll tell you what uh, the Pentagon had to say about uh, about that drone strike, the kid t killed ten people, and including seven children last week. And I will mention this Joe Manchin thing that blew up on uh, on the Biden regime yesterday morning. But first, shake concrete. I would've been telling you about Shake Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shake Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need podcasters? <laughs> you know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? 
bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And you'll we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. I quickly on Mansion. It was kind of comical to listen to all the uh, crazy, uh, you know, radical lefties, the socialists, the squad ripping Joe Manchin, who's a Democrat senator from West Virginia. Uh, I don't even have to look this up. Uh, Joe Biden represents West Virginia. Anybody who represents West Virginia and votes with, uh, you know, Liz Warren or with, you know, Ayanna Presley and AOC on a pork barrel spending bill that is, I mean, we've talked about some of the provisions they're hiring. They want to hire 87,000 new IRS agents to audit, you know, working class people so they could pay for electric cars for wealthy people. It's just madness. It's, it's uh, all green new deal stuff, just crazy radical climate change stuff. And uh, the people of West Virginia didn't want it. And Manchin knew it. Uh, Donald Trump, do you know how much Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton by in West Virginia? No, no. 43 points. <laughs> he beat her by 40. You know how much he beat um, Biden by? 39, I believe. He beat, he, he beat Hillary by 43, Biden by 39. There is not one county in West Virginia that went blue. Not one. They don't have those, those pockets. Every single county voted for Trump. It's overwhelmingly Trump country. And the idea, and, and by the way, there's also coal mining country. The idea that they would want this pork barrel Green New Deal nonsense no. is insane. He knew, Manchin knew he couldn't survive that if he voted. Right. And, voted and, for it, right? and it, it, I loved it. Uh, you know, pissed them all off and upset them all. And they were all, you know, screaming about how he screwed them over and betrayed them. I mean, he's supposed to have loyalty. His loyalty supposed to be to, you know, AOC and not to the people of West Virginia. In what world? It just was insane that they ever thought he would vote with them. And by the way, he's not the only one. It's not one, you know, cinema. There's a few other Democrat senators that were hoping Manchin would do this to take the pressure off them. Sure. You know, that they didn't. Yep. And now they don't have to vote for this uh, insane bill. But all right, let's get to this thing that happened last week. We talked a lot about this in August when Biden uh, ordered the drone strike that killed 10 innocent people. In fact, allies of us, including seven children, they they were uh, packing jugs of water into a car and they thought they were whatever, suicide uh, bombers. They lied about it initially, covered it up. Uh, Mark Milley, that inept fool that's still the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, said it was a righteous strike. Remember that, Carano? I do. A righteous strike. They said it was a good, and they knew they killed a bunch of kids and they lied. I mean, Again, Trump got impeached for twice for, for th- things that are nowhere near as, as uh, egregious and uh, bad as this. I mean, they killed 10 people, innocent people, and lied about it. Well, they did an investigation. That's good to know. They, they, they did an investigation. And you know what they came, the collusion they came to is that it was nobody's fault. Nobody. I thought. Uh, you know, hell, I thought the president should have been impeached. I think Milley should have been fired, and Austin should have been fired, and the guy who pushed the button should have been fired. I thought the heads would roll at least. I mean, just for appearances' sake, you keep killed seven children. Yeah. I mean, if you look in the right places, obviously you don't see it in the mainstream media, but there's pictures. They're cute kids. There's seven little kids, and I've tweeted about it before. These seven children were killed on a, a mistake. I mean, I don't think they did it on purpose but it was a mistake. They killed these kids. And Kirby, the former admiral, who's a spokesman, a, a, a hack and a flack, um, was asked about it. Who's going to pay for this? Who's? And he says flat out, nobody, nobody. And I'm going, how is this not the biggest story? How, how, how is I, I realized that the media is in the tank for the most part, but still, how is this not a big Fragrant deal, Toronto, that nobody, nobody has to pay a price for killing seven kids. Um, you know, that trial in Minnesota of Kim Potter, the, the cop who shot uh, 
what's his name? Uh, he, he, she shot him by mistake. Clearly, she said, "Taser, taser, taser." She taking the stand in her own defense. She made a mistake. I mean, she's probably going to go to prison. I mean, somebody died. Uh, was it Dante Wright or Dante? Yeah, Dante Wright. Wright, who was resisting arrest, who was a thug and a criminal who shot a kid. He shot a 16-year-old kid in the head. Uh, and, and he's just he's just was a really, really bad guy. Resisting arrest, trying to take off. She tried supposed to grab her taser, grabbed her gun, shot him, killed him. She's on trial now. She'll probably go to prison. Well, if she, if you do the same thing at the Pentagon, you know, mistakenly kill seven children, ten people, nothing. Nobody. No, not even a demotion, not even a suspension. Let's listen to uh, Admiral John Kirby explain this so callously and cavalierly how nobody was really at fault for this uh, tragic mistake. Your first question, which I'm presuming is uh, uh, emanating out of some press reporting uh, just recently, uh, uh, there, I do have no announcements or decisions to make with respect to uh, accountability. But let me, but let me, but let me, let me level set. I know, I know. Let me, let me level set. Um, you remember when General Saeed came and briefed you on his findings, he found nobody was criminally negligent uh, or, or that he found would rise to the level of accountability at that level. And he said to you that, um, that should there be any additional uh, lower level accountability, it would be up to the commanders. You know that the secretary asked General McKenzie and General Clark to come back to him within about a week's time of that that review, the three-star review being done, um, uh, and let him know what their recommendations were. Um, they did that, and they did it on time. Uh, and none of their recommendations dealt specifically with issues of accountability. The secretary reviewed their recommendations. Uh, I won't get into all of them. Some of them are. Uh, understandably classified, but he approved their recommendations. So I do not anticipate there being issues of personal accountability to be had with respect to the August 29th airstrike. <laughs> it's crazy. It's the, way, the way he says it, too, I know, is amazing. Very and matter of fact, yeah. And, no, and, and uh, no, no motion. And, and We've never heard Biden talk about it, right? He's never mentioned it. He's never apologized I don't for think it. So. I mean, again, seven little kids dead because of our mistake, and nobody has just incredible. That that's that's a follow up. I wanted to, I wanted to follow up on that story because we did spend a lot of time on it in August uh, when it happened, and I was wondering, you know, if all their heads would roll, Austin and uh, Millie and 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 whoever else was involved. Instead, nothing, nothing. It's just it's amazing how cavalier and uh, these people are. And our president, you know, the compassionate guy, the compassionate, empathetic guy, has never even mentioned. It's, it's, it's kind of like there's his last uh, grandchild, you know, that little daughter whose mother's a stripper and whose father's a crackhead, Biden's grandchild. She doesn't get a stocking no. at the White House. She doesn't get mentioned. They don't even list her. They say they have six grandchildren, when in fact they have seven because the poor kid. Is is her father's a scumbag and her mother was a stripper, so they don't count her. She's a non-person, according to the compassionate and empathetic Bidens, Jill and Doctor Jill. But uh, I just want to make sure we uh, followed up on that. We're looking forward to all the new uh, lockdown rules coming to Boston today, Karana. We will we will stay on top of that and let you know. And and by the way, we got football all week. We got oh, games true. today, tomorrow, because yeah. of COVID. And at some point. It's going to happen. They're going to some one league. I don't know which one is going to say, we don't care anymore. You can play with COVID if you want. It's up to you. And it'll spread through the locker room and it'll spread through the whatever on the field, on the bench, and everyone will be fine. And it'll just just be a thing you learn to live with. It's never going away. And everyone's going to get it. And uh, it's uh, time people wake up and just say, enough, enough, enough. But not yet, unfortunately, not yet. The Biden regime wants it to make sure make sure everybody uh, fights over it at Christmas. Everybody, they want to make sure people get, you know, shut out of their own family dinners and kicked out. How about uh, um, Fauci actually saying you should demand your guests, your guests, like, get vaccinated to come over for Christmas. Yes. So, so do you think kid, do you think that they think that this is a winning strategy for uh for the midterm election though that they they, they need to keep this going until then? You know it's a it's a good 
I just feel like they have to stick to their guns. They've been wrong guess, for yeah. two years, and they're not going to give up. It is not a winning strategy. They're going to get crushed. Mean. Yeah. They are absolutely going to get crushed. I look forward to it. And you'll see. They'll start changing the messaging as we get closer to November and, you know, tamping it down a little. And people, some people will say, we can't keep doing this. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we have to change our strategy. Uh, but I'm looking for, I wish it were tomorrow. I wish the election were tomorrow because it would be an absolute blowout. But uh, anyway, we shall leave it there, Carano. Thanks to you. Thanks to everybody for watching, listening, and commenting. Uh, tomorrow, I think we, uh, I think we have a, a special guest tomorrow. I'm still working on it, Carano, but uh, I won't uh, make any announcements. Well, that's news to me, Jerry Callahan. That's because I'm not going to bother you with it. I'm not going to bother you with it until uh, it all comes together. All right. But uh, I, it'll be, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to shut you out because you're unvaxxed. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to treat you like dirt. Fine. You, you that's what the my show. president told you me to do. That's what Fauci told me to do. You're a uh, you're 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 not a, you're not a real person. Okay, thank you. All right, all right. Thanks. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.